The episode this week is proudly sponsored by Nudge Talent Lab, the online platform that connects energy sector professionals with their ideal career with the world's most ambitious companies. Nudge Talent Lab will support, empower and push you into the career that you want and deserve. Nudge's carbon neutral career platform uses data science combined with human expertise to reduce bias and find perfect matches for both candidates and companies. Whether it's a full-time position, project work or a pro bono gig, Nudge will match you with a perfect fit. Visit www.nudgetalentlab.com to find out more. Nudge knows the energy industry and that's why they've constructed a platform dedicated to STEM professionals. So make your dream career a reality right now. Visit nudgetalentlab.com. Find your future today. This podcast may contain some light swearing with a sprinkling of adult material and several references to a rude Valentine's Day card. If this will make your ears bleed, you better turn off your device right now. Well, a really warm welcome back to you all to the Beyond Canal Park podcast. Glad to still be here in the hot seat this week, uh, in a week where everyone from Liz Trust and Stevie Gerrard to Cristiano Ronaldo have been getting the silver bullet. I must apologise in advance of the interview today as I have been struggling a bit with a man flu. Definitely not COVID. Uh, does that even exist anymore? Uh, so if the voice is a bit gravelly, then sorry for that. Thank you all for all your messages and correspondence this week about the first few shows of the new series. Seems like everyone has been enjoying them so far, as much as I have. Uh, I think I've replied to everyone, and uh, hey, if I get some good stories, feedback or material, I'll maybe use them on here in the intros and start giving some of the listeners a bit of a platform or at least a shout out. Thanks in particular uh, for the guest suggestions and indeed the contact numbers I received this week. Good to get some future guests lined up, so please do keep sending those to me as this show is only as good as the guests who take part. Now, we better get into it with this week's guest, uh, which is something like my 80th interview or something, so they are really racking up, and it is a cracker as well. It's uh, Darren Nickel who joins me on the show to talk through his career with Cove Rangers, Devon Vale, Huntley and Locos, to name a few, as well as his time abroad. A man who's featured in many others' podcast stories, and he's here to set the record straight on a few of the juicier ones. A great footballer and a wonderful storyteller, we discuss everything from holding up petrol stations, bus driving and homemade Valentine's Day cards, and of course, the highs and lows of being on the pitch as a Highland League footballer. Darren also names the best 11 that he played with and against in his time in the league. And here's what he had to say. Joining me today on the Beyond Canal Park podcast is a man who represented a number of Highland League clubs in the late 90s and the turn of the millennium, most notably Cove Rangers, Devon Vale, Huntley and Inverurie Locos. Remembered everywhere he played by teammates and supporters alike, his performances on the pitch were only rivaled by some of his antics off the field. Described by his peers as a wonderful footballer and possibly the most naturally funny Highland League footballer. A huge welcome to the show to Darren Nickel. How are we doing Darren? It's a real pleasure to have you on. Hi James, hi, good to be on. Hi. Thanks thanks very much for having us on. Uh, and your kind words there, it was uh, more than I expected. And uh, you yourself described your football days as your rock and roll period just a minute ago, so how's the memory to give you at least a few stories tonight? <laughs> hi, uh, surprisingly not bad. I think that the, 
Um, the stories wise are okay. The the uh, blow by blow accounts of each game, are, yeah, maybe struggle nah, with. But, um, aye, <laughs> You've certainly popped up on uh, quite a lot of other people's episodes, so I, I do have a few things to jog a memory if you're struggling. Aye, well, <laughs> I, I noticed you've 103 episodes now. Aye, like, that's, so. aye including the Scotland Deans with D, why we're, we're fairly getting through them. Again, and there's still again, folk listening, so. Uh, <laughs> no, that, no, that'd be good. Congrats on the way it's going, like. But I was just wondering, it must be the hundred and fourth player to come on, then. Or? Well, no, I've probably done about twenty games with uh, John and Brookie for Scotland matches, so oh, they are well. technically different. So we're maybe about eighty. So technically, I'm in the top top eight hundred. Yeah, Aye, top eight. Top eight. Go for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I want to include the folk that have said no. <laughs> Yeah, but I always like my guests to, to take me back to right to the where I love a fit I've gone for them and if you remember being a, a young boy starting out in the football journey. Oh, hi neighbor that I um I guess it was just um I, well I grew up in, in Verudi uh, and like a lot of the other um uh, lads that have been on it's you know in and around family. Uh, and it was very much a family affair and uh with myself of I've actually got an identical twin brother. Okay. So, um, so if you ever see me and I don't take you on, I'm not being rude. <laughs> well, that's maybe if I just phoned on Skype before you. No, <laughs> <laughs> so I worked out in the football park because I'd be thought, oh, that lad's covering every blade of grass. <laughs> <laughs> you scored it. <laughs> but uh, so I was never stuck with, uh, for a buddy to play football with. You know, no, it was uh, against the dike. It was um, me and my bro going up to the park and uh, we stayed in a little... Um, Called this hack and then really we were parked next to us, so you kind of like you Quality, were just up, up there at the time with the bar. Um, and it was a bit sad to see recently when room passed and mm. the goals are taken down, it's just a, yeah, a, a, a bit of grunt. But, um, as I say, family affair, um, uh, Conley Park, my uncle Mike was the coach there, so I uh, mm. loads of respect for him. He, he played for the local amateur team, uh, Inverurie FPs, and uh, coached us uh, through the week and took our games at the weekend no matter how many goals we let in I think it was Con- Conley Park it was of, often double figures you can you were greeting and <laughs> pretty much every Saturday throwing down the bag never playing again type thing and then <laughs> I rarely really go next week <laughs> I really go the next week and if you got it under double figures you were we were doing well type thing and then um, my dad he played for Elgin City back in the day so I read that when they were were pretty successful as well pretty successful so I, I kind of a lot to live up to really and um, he finished playing with Elgin around about the same time I was born I think and he had okay. a brief stint the locals and but it was very much the Inverurie FPs I mean and playing at um, where my uncle played and a lot of local characters played you know it was in an amateur team, but um, yeah, if you ja- ask me who do you want to play for back th- back in that day, it would have been in in, them. Yeah, right. yeah, forget your Barcelona as a local amateur team. So, um, and as, as well as that, my you know my mum, my granddad, all into the football. Uh, granddad ran the uh, local paper shop, so you can run the green finals. But oh, just right. loved the game. Um, my mum, as I say, ferried us back and forth. My auntie Nadia was always, you know, doing the halftime origins and stuff like that. So it was very much aye, a family family affair and just um, fell into it and thought, aye, give us a go. 
Brilliant, brilliant. So um, you you went on and played junior football as a, as a younger lad, didn't you? Was that helpful for your development for Fitwas to come? Oh, absolutely. I think um, I played for Colney for a, a good few years, and then um, on a Saturday, I can if you mine uh, I'm not sure if it's even still on the go but there was a Grampian United that kind of amalgamated okay, all the teams played in the the Toons League if you like um, <laughs> so I, I played for them for a number of years and then when it was when I was beginning to hit like um, 16, 17 joined the Lads Club uh, I had a half a season with them but was in and out and then I um, I was playing uh, for the lads in at Woodside and locals were playing uh, lads in the pitch next to us. Yeah. Uh, and I think I come on and did no bad and next thing you know I was oh, you should come up and play for the locals and that was my uh, entrance into, oh, the, yeah. into the juniors. So, um, and it I, turned out to be pretty successful overall, didn't it? Our first junior title in, in a long time. I uh, well, uh, Dave Cormier was there. He was a manager with uh, Dukes and uh, a lot of characters in that team. You know, there was uh, Lenny McDonald. There was uh, Ian Alexander, uh, who went on to play Highland League. Cammy Ross. Oh, I uh, Colin, you. I better mention him or you'll never <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> but um, yeah, great characters. And uh, as you say, we went on to win the the league for the first time in a long time. I think. Thirty plus years, but um, yeah, great times there. I think the um, one season it was a bit like Liverpool. You know, we were in line for pretty much every trophy there was, and then we won the league, and then it just it kind of disappeared from there. We didn't quite. Um, I don't think we won another game after that. <laughs> <laughs> you managed to get some uh, runs in the in the Junior Cup, the Scottish Junior Cup, didn't you? That was that start of the uh, bus trips away. Aye, absolutely. Aye, we were down to um, Central Park, Pumferston, uh, Campus Lang Rangers, and we had some good trips. Uh, mm. but, yeah, as you can yourself, it, it goes up a level when you come down the road. So <laughs> uh, I couldn't say how far we got, you know, I'm near a bit of a stato, but we, we had some decent runs and uh, decent bus trips and stuff. Because that was the difference between the juniors in that days, you know, you were heading in and out to Stonywood or Sunnybank or mm. these clubs um, every other week and then your trips away with the Scottish Cup as, as opposed to Highland League where your trips away were every second Saturday, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, the Highland League was going to come calling, wasn't it? And was it Jimmy Wilson that took you to Cove? That's right. Hi. Um, so it was... Well, Jimmy Wilson was a manager, but... Um, George Middleton had a, a big part to play in that. Um, he was the assistant coach to Dave Cormie. Uh, he got the opportunity to go back up to Cove. George was there before, I think, but um, when Jimmy took on the manager role, George went up and he says, oh, any, any, do you fancy it, basically? Uh, myself and Kenny Cool went up. Oh, aye. Um, and I absolutely loved it, but... Yeah, it was... Uh, a fair step up. Fair step up. Uh, well, I didn't know. I think, um, you know, it was it, it was just... The game was just a bit different. It was a bit more rapid in the juniors, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, you had more time in the ball, but then, uh, you know, it was harder to do something with it. <laughs> <laughs> type of player would you say you are? Would you nowadays be pigeonholed as a sort of ball-winning midfielder? Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, you know... 
a messy type character. Aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think I think I changed uh, over my career. I, I was a bit a more a dribbly player when I was younger, mm. and then when I hit the juniors, I had to grow up quite quick. Um, so you just had to, you know, deal with other players by kicking them, basically. <laughs> <laughs> is it, so, is it true from Dougroog we took over oh, one uh, yellows and suspensions, which sounds a bit rich? <laughs> I was, it was a tough, um, a bizarre conversation, really. I was like, okay, fair play. How many of you had dug? I said, about me, it's about you. <laughs> so um, I, had to, I had to rein it in a bit. Um, but, um, you know, it was just uh, the way of the Highland League, really. You, could, um, you had to put in... Yeah, lots of lots of great players, and sometimes the only way to slow them down was to give them a wee bit of kick. <laughs> <laughs> you played you played with some some legends there. Was obviously De Groovy played a bit before he took over, and with John Hewitt there a while as well. Ah, John Hewitt, and uh, they were, and Doug was uh, manager, assistant manager. That was uh, so. It was Jimmy Wilson and George Middleton. Mm. Uh, Jimmy uh, didn't last long for whatever reason. I think it was more. He was just like, no, it's. Mm. Uh, time to pass pass it on and Dave Cormie come up from the locals oh uh, why uh, and then he had a spell at it and then it, um, he signed uh, Doug and John who eventually took over his, his management mm. and then they never lasted just well, <laughs> a couple of seasons maybe or a season and then Bob Summers came in so it was, really? it was quite a rapid turnaround at that <laughs> stage but, uh, some good times there Oh, great times! Uh, right. It was um, Allen Park was. Uh, I was like, um, it wasn't a ground for everybody, but um, <laughs> the the team had at the time, or you know, moved up to. There was Graham Park, there was Ray Stephen, there was Mike Meg, and you always can you're getting on James when you're mentioning <laughs> players that have now got loons at the same team. Aye. <laughs> That's it. Um, aye, really, really good, really good bunch. And I think it, it took a, a minty for them to get used to, the, you know, I, I was away in a stag party and got the hair bleached blonde like guys. That was during that time. Aye. Came back into team and that was my first intro. They must have thought, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> If I was a coming into as tunes a team, but, um, no, I really good bunch of boys, and um, I like m- most of the teams. Maybe I should have stayed a season or two longer. But um, uh, was this the start of the unwanted reputation we're getting to gather throughout the career? <laughs> I, well, if, if I was being kind to myself, James, I would say you know clubs would sign me to lay the foundations and then move on without the credit. Uh, and they would win the league, but no, I think it was more two or three seasons. It was like, oh, we better get rid of this bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, could you see the? Could, sorry, on you go. Could you see they were uh, building a good team though? Right about you? I covered definitely. I think they always had it in them, and I think uh, I had a. Um, when I was at Cove and Ian Alexander was at Locals, I had a bit of a. Uh, not an argument, but a debate. He says, "Oh, you'll never win a league at Cove because huh. the pitch is too small. You know, it's it's too easy for clubs to get back in the game, type thing." And I was like, "Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right." Ian. And then he signed. I moved on, and then they won the league. I was like, "That was great advice, Ian." <laughs> <laughs> so you moved on, obviously, to Devon Vale, which obviously is sort of the period that I came most about your career because I would have watched you playing for the Vale as a, as a boy. 
Um, but uh, it was Malcolm Murray that kind of came calling for you. And was Greg assistant at that time? I had tried to... Uh, Bob Summers was manager at Cove um, and I was very much falling into that bit part player, you know. Um, I would be playing centre-half one week, sometimes right mid. Hmm. Never up front right enough, but I just, uh, <laughs> a, a wee bit all over and I was like, oh, just give us a crack at middle midfield. But, I, you know, there were some great players coming through, like say, Martin Johnston and... Hmm. Um, uh, kind of cool, might be uh, so it was competitive, but I just thought, well, uh, yeah, I just need to be playing. And uh, Malcolm Murray came in and said, Oh, no, well, center the team around you, right. you'll make you captain. And it was, you know, brilliant. Uh, I thought it was just like he just sold it to us, and um, it was Malcolm I was dealing with, and you mm-hmm. know, I didn't know Greg at the time, and uh, yeah, it was just time for a Time for a change. Aye. And if I, if I were the main men then, when you when you joined up with that Vale squad for the first time, so it would be a different squad if it was to come later on. But there were still some uh, legends in there. Oh, I absolutely. So there was, um, uh, I think the last podcast Jamie was on, mm-hmm. you know, he was there, I think. Yeah, right, right at the start, even though he didn't didn't mention me at all. Just bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, uh, he, uh, Jimmy and Yogi was there. Um, Depe, Nige, Hendo. I, you know, I, a lot of the players that stayed on a good while uh, were there from the outset. Aye. It was like, um, I, Champar and uh, Tony and stuff that that were there that kind of drifted just mm. um, that that season or two. But yes. Did the corner good side? Absolutely. Aye, aye. And uh, you tell me there just a minute ago you were given the armband on your first game, which I think was against Rangers, you tell me. Oh, isn't that by debut? Is no. it? <laughs> <laughs> so still I've got a picture of that um on I think it's on Facebook, but um I I'll mean, get it for uh, the release. Derek McInnes and handing over the penance. So oh, um Ah, it was a, a proud moment, yeah, but uh, in hindsight, I maybe shouldn't have accepted it. You know, Malcolm Murray come in, he was keen to build his, uh, his own side, put a stamp on things, but yeah, there was uh, chaps like uh, uh, Depay, Nigel been there a long time, and then it's like, again, it's like, Francis, Francis boy, come in. <laughs> <laughs> Taking my armband. Team captain. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the armband. So I'm, in hindsight, I should have said, oh, no, no, uh, leave it with Depe. But you can't like you get asked to, to be uh, captain. It's a, it's a great um, achievement and honour. Like, somebody like Vale will open a new pitch and against a big team and, and, and going forward with it. So, yeah, I, I stuck with it for a while, but... Yeah, you didn't keep the cap safe for too long, though, after you stole the team bus. No, it's, it's one of, <laughs> looking back, it's one of the things that um, I maybe shouldn't have done. <laughs> um, you got to tell us about that. Uh, so it was, um, I, I don't know how long I kept the captain, captaincy for, but um, I would have been away up wick-wise and... Um, I was a mechanic at the time uh, from Old Boys Garage. Uh, he had a truck agency, so I was out in the chat with the driver about you know split gearboxes and how many how many gears and how many horses is this engine got and all that kind of chat. 
uh, and then we were, we got back to Banff uh, after the after the trip down the road, and I was like, oh, the engine's still running. <laughs> I was like, this is just a gift. So I jumped in the seat, revved her up, and took her for a wee spin, and packed her up, and I thought, I've gone away with that. But unbeknown to me, the driver was in the back of the bus getting the bags out. <laughs> <laughs> so I pretty much trailed him through the car park for a while, so I had to keep, it, had to keep a bus locked until it calmed down. He was like, Nico, get the fuck, get out that bus, get out that bus, I'm going to... I was like, Nento, you come down. Nento, you come down. If I was a driver, do you again? Oh, I, can't no. I can still picture his rage. <laughs> was he a bump boy? Like, I was a bump, bump lad. Or somebody will care. Somebody will hit a message in and okay, tell us you know. who it is. So I apologised to him and I said, I'll get him a new pair of sheen because I'm sure they're burnt. A bit of scuff, do <laughs> so I, I, I Monday I was I was called up to the the boardroom. I the train on Monday. It was oh, like, right. you can you're a captain and you know you really shouldn't be pinching buses. And <laughs> it's like oh well, Ken. It was just in the car park. I'm like, <laughs> so uh, they, said, uh, they, they left the captaincy uh, with us. Like so. Aye. For a brief spell. Uh, well, that's maybe to come in a little while. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> highlight, uh, and I care that Jamie had said it was one of his biggest highlights in his career was that first cup with the Vale, the Shire Cup, wasn't it? Uh, uh, beating uh, the Brock in the final. Well, I say uh, for Jamie, it's, 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 uh, uh, you know, for him to pick that because he has actually got a few medals. <laughs> He's um, a few leagues. I've just pretty much won, so it had to be the highlight. Um, <laughs> well, at least he's given it some gravitas before you've came on. <laughs> so, but no, I, th- I think it was, again, it was a, a bit um, like the locals. It had been a while since they've all won a trophy and um, kind of didn't really appreciate it at the time. But yeah, it was up at Barmoor against the Brock. And mm. Brock were I the, the team to beat, I think. They were always there or thereabouts. So um, I... To win that was was fantastic. Back to bump, as Jamie said, and we uh-huh. let her up at the castle. Who's the nightclub again? The Seafield. Seafield, aye. Ties in the heat in the Seafield. Ties in the heat in Seafield, aye. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, a good, good banter. Magic. But uh, you've mentioned a few, few of the, the obvious legends there, but who else did you enjoy playing alongside in the Vale squad? What made your life easier? Um, if I made my life easier, I would have said um, Kaja. Do you remember Kaja? He's um, the Italian for Potterton. Uh, <laughs> the the grey hair, like Ravinelli. Ravinelli, eh? Uh, yeah, yeah. He did make it, you know, he, he got the ball and he, he just knew, you know, made it clear where he wanted it. And uh, it was, I think he was a. Uh, a, a tremendous striker, X Dundee. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, he had a touch, he had uh, the runs, and yeah, it certainly made that side easier. Nigel as well, you know, he was uh, made a midfield midfielder's uh, life a bit easier because he, he, he could read the game, but he would pass it out, mm-hmm. and that makes a hell of a difference. And you know, to someone that just blasted by out of time. <laughs> You know, it's like you can end up in ping pong, can't you? But uh, Nigel's out looking for that, playing out and keeping the ball. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, certainly that too. And I think um, Jamie's uh, mentioned uh, uh, Yogi. Oh, uh, he uh, tends to be an unsung hero of that, that squad, Yogi. 
Aye, I, I, I really don't know why he's got that tag because mm. he, he, I, I thought he's, he always stood out. Maybe uh, I think Abdi that's played with him have have said that this maybe just one of those guys that goes unnoticed to fans. Maybe I uh, maybe maybe it was a touch of the because he was like the uh, like the Iniesta that didn't mm. score mm. the goals that um, like Sir Jamie would he would certainly grab the headlines. He would he'd, uh, he'd be getting all the the pass before the the assist stats new, wouldn't he? All that <laughs> nonsense. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy uh, would just get up into box and he, someone would hit a shot. It would hit uh, well, that's what he said. He's total yardage for the in. season, wasn't it? Probably above 100. <laughs> hit, hit, hit my first and go in. It was uh, another Jimmy double. You're like, ah, oh, jeez, this man. Um, no, he, he was predatory, but um, uh, like uh, on the build-up, uh, Yogs was certainly... Uh, yeah. Fast move, fast, you know, that Barcelona style. Mm, thing. Aye, aye. And, uh, I mean, I've had a lot of that squad on, uh, and they all talk about the, the camaraderie, the, the will to win, and uh, how big an effect the sort of socialising together had on the squad as well. Oh, I, I think, um, t- to be honest, uh, most of the teams I've played for have had that. Um, Cove, Huntley, Vale, they all had mm. a good social scene and um, the whole league did back then though didn't it aye absolutely I think it was a thing where you you know you would go and play on the Saturday you would have the night out and then you often go out on the Sunday as well and it's <laughs> and a few but, of the famous Sunday clubs Sunday clubs absolutely <laughs> aye, so, aye, I've got um, you know uh, lots of good memories about the, the Sunday clubs it just made training through the week a lot tougher for sure <laughs> uh, the wrestling matches in the cage <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, definitely. Um, I think the tackles seemed to be a bit. Uh, well, they're definitely hard, but they were a wee bit slower because everybody was a bit, <laughs> a bit um, sluggish, and it was uh, it was never a good combo. Hard and slow, t- you know, being a bit late. Uh-huh. So uh, obviously, Abdi had each other's back. Although I didn't think many of them were coming into the petrol station that night. Now a lot of them have mentioned this, but they already elaborated. So now's the time for for the Keith Petrol Station story to get its air. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think they were all running out actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was one of the things. It was a week after uh, I'd been in the boardroom. Um, about the bus, and we're, again we're coming down the road, just in general capers and. Uh, walks into Keith Petrol Station and mine it kind of used to be the it was a bit of a um, 24 7 where are these different things so there was a pair of tights <laughs> uh, so I thought oh, I'll just I'll put him on for a bit of banter over the head and then I thought oh it's a plastic gun <laughs> so, but it was when I hit the red plastic bit on the end can mind when it was um I had to tell folk it was a plastic gun. Uh, but oh, anyway, I went up to the counter to geezer your yeah, money. And of course, the, the lassie, Peter Lassie, shit herself. Shit herself and started throwing the money over the counter and I'm shoving it back, saying, pulling the pigs off. No, 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 it's just a joke, just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought I'd kind of gone unnoticed and apologised um, a dozen times to Lassie. I'm really sorry. and yeah, give her a bit of chat and a tip and <laughs> and I thought I'd gone unnoticed but then um, I think uh, it was a game Jamie had scored a lot of goals and they'd <laughs> phoned him press had phoned him up and said um, oh you must say a couple of 
characters in the team and he says well actually the team captain just held up a petrol station in Keith and you're like oh. <laughs> I dropped you right in it right in it right in it so I um, I think if Stuarty had to release a statement to say Devon Vale does not condone its uh, players holding up petrol <laughs> 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 Mr. Barfall, I hate to get a tall hate to see if I get a copy of that press release. <laughs> <laughs> These were back in the days when, you know, you were allowed to have a bit rob, of a laugh. Rob stations. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, uh, near the board, uh, members' favourite uh, player, maybe, but uh, a very well-run club all the same behind the scenes at that time. Aye, yeah, yeah, yeah. But saying that, the you know, the the Monday night I got called up again. They were kind of laughing about it, but saying, you know, no, it's, it's too, kind of too much now. And I think uh, we'll, we'll, we'll pass the cap and see on to someone else. I think it went back to Dippy, maybe, which is, in fairness, always the right decision. But, is that um, a relief? Um, no, it wasn't as much a relief. I was, I was delighted, to, mm-hmm. delighted to be the skip. But, um, yeah, I think it's the... You know, steadiness and the uh, professionalism went. Right. Uh, yeah. Maybe it was in a better place. But I going back to your point around the the, the board and well run. Yeah, absolutely. It was you know Eddie Stille, uh, Billy Walker, um, and they were, yeah, all committed guys. And uh, there was a bit of money coming into the club at that time. Yeah. Um, and I yeah really well run. Um, I, I got maybe. Some of the taxis we got, I was wasn't just too happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> but it also had a real down to earth feel about it, uh, James. You know, Rustic. There was, <laughs> <laughs> there was um, you know, Lenny and the, the board. I left it, Lenny. Uh, my um, my warm up used to consist of a wee drama with Lenny in the boot room <laughs> and that sort of thing. So it was it was well run, but just. Aye. Suited well, you know. Aye, great. And uh, it was funny because I spoke speaking to uh, Stilly and, and Linda Leg asked the other day, and they were asking uh, about the photocopier that you still owe them. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> oh right, I they did say it broke. But I, I suppose that was that was a way to it. It was half a wait, aye. Half a wait, aye. Aye. Well, that was just one Monday night. It was, I think, it was well, it was the fourteenth of February. So Valentine's Day, and of course I'd forgot to get the card and off it came in. So I thought I'll just photocopy the bobby, <laughs> fold it, fold it in half, and what then, a romantic! Uh, what a romantic! And there you, there you go. You've got the card. I we're no longer together. No, that's surprising. <laughs> but I, it, it, it broke a photocopy. So there we go. That's my claim to fame. <laughs> now, yeah, you've said uh, um, Scottish Cup. Exploits of the Vale rank quite highly in Park Thistle in particular. Oh, I, I definitely. I think it was the um, the best run with Hud uh, at the or and certainly I Hud even in the you know for the distance in the juniors and uh, in the Scottish Cup and getting Park Thistle was coming down to Fair Park and mm-hmm. so it was yeah it was, it was something special. There was a, a great attendance for the Vale fans. Uh-huh. And uh, ah, it was just just really good good times. Um, Travelled down on the the Friday and back up on the, on the Sunday. But you got a fine breakfast in bed. Game day, did you? <laughs> I 
I will. Greg was always, you know, I think he read the, the Fergie manual. <laughs> so it was, you know, all professional. Down on the Friday night, we did a bit of training and, I don't know, back of beyond, one of Greg's contacts. I thought, training on a Friday night? I'm not having a, I'm a, I'm having a lie anymore. <laughs> so um, he organised the, you know, the team meet in the morning. I was like, ah, oh, no. Uh, I, I was sharing with Chesar, actually, and we said, well, let's just get breakfast in bed, will we? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're the players, we've got to be well rested for this. <laughs> uh, so you can imagine, um, we'll see what kind of time, and it's, let's see how long before we hear the footsteps in the bang. And, <laughs> right enough, here, here was Greg, come on, get down the stairs, I absolutely raging. But, <laughs> I, I was, although it was at you know one of the highlights, I was actually a wee bit injured at the time, so ah. uh, I was asked strapped up and okay. fair to Greg, he, he uh, put us on for the last ten minutes, but it was uh, ten minutes of chasing shadows ah, and yeah. um, but some of the some of the lads had decent games and uh, they all made a good account. Oh, yeah. I, I actually bumped into. Um, uh, Kenny Arthur. Okay, aye. Down in Glasgow, so uh, it was through a business thing, and I was chatting away to him. I said, "Oh, we, I played for the Vale, and in he remembered the remember game. It, aye, aye. Aye. I was like, Chris, you remember more me, like so." <laughs> um, but I, the the lad, uh, I think there's a picture. A chiz. He's maybe told you about this, is he, James? But um, I mean, well, I, I think he was trying to keep it quiet, but. Oh, was he? Yeah, well, I was, uh, uh, Chiz was absolutely tremendous in the air. And uh, uh-huh. there's a picture in the paper of this guy above Chiz, but actually also above he- uh, the crossbar heading it through. And I was like, geez, oh, how'd you compete with that? Like, so, what yeah. was that, the boy Hardy? Hardy. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I couldn't mind off a tournament. Uh, right. um, and there's like, a couple of Park Thistle fans I've been speaking to down in Glasgow. And, yeah, they remember it. Aye, aye, I think, as I say, it was just a couple of goals in it. And, aye, you know, yeah, yeah. Aye. You know, uh, obviously want to try and win, but a couple of goals is no disgrace. Great experience as well. Oh, aye, brilliant, aye. Absolutely brilliant. And uh, you spoke about Greg there, and uh, obviously Vale's most successful manager, but uh, most folks seem to uh, take to his management style, they are. What were your thoughts on Greg as a manager? I was... Um, he was uh, he had a bit of uh, military background, <laughs> so you fairly saw that. Um, and he he was young into the job, and uh, you know sometimes you felt it's like oh okay you've read the manual, you come in at half time, you throw <laughs> you, you throw the tea about, you can off your head, uh, and I'm just like well for do we need anything? That was initially, and obviously, can everybody's got to learn, and, and he certainly did, and uh, just grew and grew into and into a great great manager. Not that he was not a great manager for a start, but you know, there was, um, I sometimes the, you know, I, I felt, and it's the same with some of the other managers I played under. It was like shouting for shouting's sake. Uh, it's can only get you so far. It'll have any effect on a lot of players. Well, no effect, but also if you're shouting all the time, aye, you know, it. you kind of distinguish between, yeah. all right, aye, okay, we better get away from it because it's, it's one one level. But he, 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 I think he learned that, and I mean, who am I to say I've never managed, but um, 
he certainly has the record um, yep. with Bucky and Vale, and so, I, he was a decent manager. Um, although I ended up moving away from Vale whilst, whilst he was there, it was, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't at all to do with uh, Greg's management style. Uh, well, uh, we, we spoke about the Scottish Cup uh, just a minute ago, but there was one year that Alan Summers got a place in the Scottish Cup, if I'm right. What was that, Sergio? So there was one year that Alan Summers cost you a Scottish Cup place. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. Um, uh, so there was, uh, um, well, we used to go out there on Friday night before the games. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if they do that nowadays, but um, it was actually a Fitbit dinner, so it was really badly planned. Somebody decided to put a Fitbit dinner on the Friday night. It wasn't the opposition, then, was it? <laughs> um, it was uh, in the town and we ended up just you kind of like you go into these things and you think oh god one, one or two one or two one or two or maybe well calibers I think they were card back <laughs> in the day <laughs> it makes I'll, blue I, I'll, I'll go in them but no it doesn't happen you get into the swing of things and <laughs> uh, next thing you can we're in the fantasy bar in Aberdeen and it was uh it was the oh, Fijikak comic relief. Oh, aye. Aye. <laughs> Red noses, are we? <laughs> <laughs> so they were uh, um, in good spirits, you know, that um, the fantasy bar employees were doing their best and doing their bit for comic relief, so uh-huh. decided to uh, raffle off their clays. <laughs> okay, we couldn't have been a long raffle. <laughs> oh well, um, there's quite a few few bits and pieces with that. Um, Victoria's Secrets outfits. Oh, um, but uh, anyway, so raffling off bras and I thought tassels and all sorts of stuff. So I ended up coming along with a uh, pair of pants, uh-huh. a, a song. I thought. I'll, uh, you know, for comic relief, I'll, I'll buy a pair of pants. Just to be charitable. Aye, exactly, exactly that. But it was round about the time uh, I was chatting about on the way up in the bus the next day to we're playing up in Clach. Uh-huh. Uh, and oh, I bought a pair of pants and the chat got up uh, uh, around David Beckham and he was, um, you know, speaking about wearing Victoria's. Oh, I thought, oh, well, maybe I had to give it a go. Never tried that. So I uh, slipped him on for the game and I thought, oh, maybe the, not the best plan, but I uh, <laughs> had, uh, I, it was just difficult keeping our hand in. <laughs> but I had never a bad game, I don't know, they must have inspired me and I ended up, uh, I scored a goal and then I was through, I was at a back post and I think it was Barry Stevens swung it in, and uh, just at that moment, the thong just gripped. <laughs> and I just messed up a shot, put it wide, and it was, uh, it was one of them. It was easier to score, so, and then we got beat. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're right, the, the uh, Victoria's Secrets cost us a place in the next round, and uh, that was it. Oh, dear. Vail were going to win it a couple of years after you departed. Aye, absolutely. <laughs> keeping I, the I, run I, going. Ke- keeping the run going, aye. Was I that when we got beat through the rock? I don't think so. Um, but uh, aye, but then a, a season or two, they'd, they'd won it. Oh, and, aye. Aye. and they were, they were probably should have won it the year before, I think. Yeah, aye, aye. But it's the same old story. You're like, if we win all our games, we'll be 20 points clear. And then, <laughs> aye. 
Yeah, it's, it's, I, they've filled up and the, the leggies are tired. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. So, um, but again, I they, they went on and won it, and not just won the league, had an absolute stormer of a streak. Ah, that's it. Yeah, uh, but they just I went for strength to strength and nice. uh, signed some uh, fantastic uh, players. You know, Mackenzie came in, Moby came in. Aye, um, aye. So you, you were off to Huntley then. Who, who took you there? But across uh, Kevwell, Kev Dugwell, uh, Willie Lawson, and Miller Kennedy. So that was that was the dream team across there. So, uh, but I I kind of I liked uh, Kev's approach. You know, the managers up to that point, in fairness, were you know the the shouters, old school, eh? Mm. Old school approach and. not that it didn't work, you know, like so when I was at Locus with Dave Cormier, it was like, you know, was so much respect and respect mm-hmm. from all the other managers I played under, but um, Kev was a bit different. It was just like a chat. And I was like, I quite like this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, it's, it, you know, it was more like also, you know, what do you think? It was a bit more uh, thinking. More inclusive. I think so, uh, mm. yeah. So, um yeah, and I think one of the attractions as well was, well, Huntley was always a great team and Aye. they still had, you know... Some uh, of the five-in-a-row generation still there. I uh, Matt Stewart was there, uh-huh. DeBarros was still there, um, uh, Tommy Wilson had signed, Aye. Ross Brem, so again... At the core uh, of a good side there. Absolutely, yeah. And, uh, good good club, good times there. Aye, um Good times at Huntley. You know, uh, a lot of um, again, it was a good uh, setup. It was a good bunch of lads. Always up for a bit of banter. The Huntley Social Club was really good fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but I think it was, you know, on the decline. I think uh, from, a transition period. It was a transition mm. period from you know like the uh, Eddie Copeland Aye. rugby era. Um, but obviously, we were, we were there to try and keep the thing going and get yeah. it back up again. And yeah. Um, but yeah, just I think they did go on and win the league once they left. That's it. You must have sensed they were going to win the league and took off to back to Inverurie. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can. Um, you must yeah. have started putting on in the the team you left in the bookies after the first time. <laughs> I wish I did. That's, that's a good shout. Uh, bet against myself. I don't know. Would you get done for that, though? Ah, oh, no, no. If it's far in advance, <laughs> you would do. You get done for anything new. You'd even get done for holding up petrol stations. Ah, ridiculous! Absolutely ridiculous. World's mental. Where's the fun going? <laughs> so yeah, was it like going back home, Tim Veruri? Then obviously, when you left them, they were in juniors. I uh, well, I, I went to. For Martin in between. Okay, aye. Um, aye. They were obviously juniors then. They were juniors then, and I was um, I was at Huntley, and then work started to take over a little bit. I was for the family business, and I just thought, no, I need to. I can't be going up and down the road every weekend. So junior suits fine. Yeah, yeah. And it was I uh, Cormy was there, so it's you know. Uh-huh. You, <laughs> you got the black boot. <laughs> so. Um, Back here in amongst uh, Gav Slesser and um, Wim Mackay and Ali Reid and uh, loads of good players. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd maybe half a season there, a season. And then Locus came calling for, obviously, they were up in the Highland League at that point. Oh, I yeah. thought, 
it was tough to say no. I was just like one, one last twirl. Yeah. Um, give it a crack. And did you always uh, hope to go back here at some point? When you started, or nearly thought it'd be that. Um, I did actually. I got um, I chats with them around about the time I joined Huntley. Uh, they were coming up into Highland League, uh, and I had a chat with them then about um, going to join the first season of Highland League. Maybe I should have, um, but I, I just at the time it was uh, Huntley was the decision. But I it was always there or thereabouts. I would you know wanted to play for locals in the Highland League. Uh, yeah, had, had things changed a lot since you departed. Uh, I know. I think they were you know they were obviously still a junior side coming up into the Highland League. They were stepping up. Um, you know, when I go back for corporate days now, it's it's kind of you know. It's, Chalk and cheese is, is right. probably unfair to say, but aye, they've definitely stepped it up into the Highland League. And uh, but even uh, when I went back to them play Highland League, it was um, they were just there or thereabouts. Um, yep. And I think they weren't far away from putting away a, a league winning side. That's uh, right. Well, Jamie talked about that. They lost it on the last day when he was there. Aye, he says it was because he was on the bench. <laughs> uh, it was nobody, nobody's ass for it to go in <laughs> but uh, no I think um, Lucas was a fun look at that, that season I think um, hopefully they'll come back and uh, at some point do it yeah Hastings in charge of it, isn't he he played for Cali a Canadian guy I think he, oh, he was an international wasn't he Oh, that's right, aye. Yeah, yeah. I haven't actually been up since he's been in charge. I aye. think, uh, when was the last time I was there? I can't remember. It was maybe Kenny Cool and Scotty Buchan. Okay, aye. Um, but, um, aye, the, 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 again, yeah, they've, they're always top half, I guess. Aye, yes, it's just, um, that's, it's, what's the next step for them, you know? Do they... Uh, big money signings, I don't know. That doesn't always work either. They're certainly a well-supported club and... Yeah do a lot in the community so um, they're, they're going about it the right way so yeah. I, hopefully they deserve deserve one yeah so I mean you had a bit of life in you after the Highland League you played juniors and amateurs did you still have that love for the game even even after that all that time in the Highland League I absolutely because it, it doesn't um, you know even though you know the levels or whatever you want to call them you come and play amateurs it's still a, a group group of lads coming together um, Saturday afternoon and you can't beat it you know just having so, and you uh, can steal buses under the radar as well no press intrusion <laughs> <laughs> aye, a lot of those clubs in the headboards or anything no, that way, so we just pleased ourselves so. <laughs> uh, but I know amateur um, I was at Inverary FPs in Couture and of course there's a lot of players coming back at the same time as me and I don't know if you found this yourself, but there were some great players. It was just they couldn't make that commitment, you know, ah, yes. offshore or at sea or whatever. Um, they couldn't make that commitments. But when they were on and um, on form, there was some great teams. And sometimes you saw that you would go up against a side and you think one one week you'd beat them ten 0 next week Abby's <laughs> available and you get a hammer in yourself. Um, so I, I really enjoyed it. It was just um, you you know, uh, same, same capers. You put in uh, for me in, in some notes that a cup win away in Vury FPs was, was one of the highlights. Oh, aye. Yeah, yeah. Aye. Aye, that's just because I didn't have much cup win. <laughs> <laughs> 
You made some no, Highland no. League selects though, didn't you? Highland League select one year, and I think it was a wee bit by default. It was like <laughs> half a close to Hogmanay. I think it wasn't the first, but I think it was maybe the second. And um, I was obviously a, a player or two uh, couldn't uh, manage. Worse for wear, eh? <laughs> worse for wear. So I, I got this shout last minute, but I'm, I'm taking that. Take that, day. I, I'm still playing. In fact, there's a funny story. I was one time I was lying in my bed. It was the. Um, slightly hungover I was aware uh-huh. and the phone goes back and back in the day it was about phones uh, and their messages and stuff like okay. that it says oh it's uh, Alan Scott here Devon Vale <laughs> and I was like oh hi, hi, how, how you doing how you doing I fine I fine I uh, just wanted a wee chat about um, you know um, obviously I'm up at the Vale and we've been been watching your progress and your <laughs> and your banging in the goals uh, and I was like, well, <laughs> scored a few in training, like, all the time. <laughs> it's like, and, uh, so we're, you know, we're doing this at the club, or we're building a new stand, and, you know, um, have the foundations in place, and we really want you there, and build the team around you, and put you up front, and I'm like, up front? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right, okay, well, I suppose I could give it a crack, and, <laughs> and then they said, well, what do you think, Derek? I was like, no, no, I'm darn the call me, Derek. Full man did. I swear, hung up. <laughs> they interested. They interested. Uh, I was like, oh, well. I was, uh, but I, was, I suppose that was a veil. Uh, um, I got there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cracker. Uh, so you kind of decided you'd had enough of Scotland, did you, and took off to America? Oh, no, I was, I was uh, Australian in between. Oh, OK. Uh, Holland, Park Hawk, sorry, I'm maybe saying uh-huh. like, uh, went across there, and I was me, I would work, it was now. Aye, OK. I, I chucked it in there because I'm, I'm listen to there seemed to be in Australia. Ah, there's been a few, I didn't realise how many folk in the time went to Australia. <laughs> so I thought I'll, I'll put it in there so it makes it sound like I was, you know, going overseas to play football. But I, I really just went with work. And um, there must be a few eligible uh, young loons for that period in Australia that can play for Scotland. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, absolutely. Um, but um, I ended up out there. I went along to a five-a-side. Um, I just had a league through work, I think it was. Aye, aye. And um, I guess this is the extent of the network for the Highland League. I was just playing away and there was a, a lad on the opposite side said, oh, aye, you can play a bit. Did you play Highland League? And I was like, aye, I did actually. And um, it was a lad, Davy Reid from Frisabra. Oh, aye. <laughs> uh, he says, oh, I'm involved with Holland Park Hawks. Would you like to come along? And I thought, aye, give us a whirl. So... Um, played with them for about a season or something yeah. like that. So, but I had really good standard. Ah, oh, yeah. And enjoyed it, but again, it was uh, it was around the work stuff as well. So ah, yeah. So you came you came back. Came back. Um, around I lasted out there about two years, I think it was. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's like like a cut off point where you think that you have to stay or ah, the interesting yes. type yes. thing. So, um. But uh, ah, it was just the fit by journey, I suppose. Aye, aye. And it, was it college that took you to, to Florida? I ended up going across to um, 
I suppose a midlife midlife crisis. And <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of fed up by working in this island gas. So I'll head out to states and uh, decide to do a uni degree out in Florida. Class. Uh, and uh, I kind of was, was the oldest dude in the class. How old were you at this point? Uh, how long was it? Maybe late thirties. Just just on your own, you just aye, went just for on, it, aye. Just went for it, aye. Um, and thought I, I'd seen Daz McAllister and all that, and I thought, aye, I want a piece he, of that. Aye, if he's getting a game, Christ, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can do it in my late thirties. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I went out there and um, uh, did the uni and, and played for the Gators. I think it was their seventh side. Um, but I was fine at that stage. It wasn't, it wasn't about making it pro or anything. No. <laughs> um, but I, uh, America out there, it was really funny. It was like you either come up against a you know a team full of uh, Americans, which I super yeah. fit athletes, absolutely athletes, but maybe not so uh, technical. Technical, or you would come up against you know, it was obviously yeah. not far from Miami, so you come up against uh, the Hispanics. Oh, jeez. So, aye. I was, you know, it was embarrassing. And moving the ball like Barcelona. Exactly. And if I'd been in my head, I would have kicked him so soon. <laughs> but I was. <laughs> a few 18 year olds going over the fence, was I? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And it, was, it wasn't a done thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, brilliant. You, did you have uh, any regrets over your career at all? Again, you said to me that you, you didn't regret anything. Um, no, no, really. You know, as much as I guess you could look back and say maybe I should have stayed on at that club a wee bit longer, um, won a league with him. But that's, you can yourself. That's not, it's not the way it works. No, that's it. Hindsight's um, a wonderful thing. I can also had I stayed, maybe they wouldn't have won the league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe well. a, a last minute. Penalty, rush to heed for myself. Like, uh, uh-huh. You know, you know what? Like, so you, you kind of look back and say, "Oh, I should have stayed longer." Yeah. Absolutely, just loved every minute of it, and it was uh, every yeah. team had their characters. So, you played in a great era as well. Oh, absolutely, and um, yeah, I think um, it's the, the game certainly changed, but not just the game, just around about uh, it. Like the generals changed, I think. Uh, uh, that's the thing. I think it's um, less about the. Maybe the Apre. Uh huh. That's, <laughs> that's why folk like listening to this podcast to hear all about the stories and I get anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I'm sure. I'm sure there's still the, the characters out there. I, I mean, I haven't um, stayed in touch with the game that much. You know, obviously, I love going to watch it and things uh-huh. like that. But, uh, yeah, I've just I haven't stayed coach or been no, doing management. no ambition for management coaching. Neither that. <laughs> and no, if, if I couldn't hold down a captaincy, I don't think. <laughs> um, but I think I, I, I be a bit like the old man. He was uh, he was in management for one game, and it was a, I think it was a um, the FPs and the referee went across to him and says, oh, "Keithy, you've you know you've got thirteen, you've got thirteen players on," and he says. <laughs> I, I just didn't want to let on him, dude. 
Ah, you ref, you choose the two that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I, th- I think I'd be a, t- a touch like that. I wouldn't, aye, uh, aye. You wouldn't hear the Greg Carroll shout you bit in you. No, I, I wouldn't manage that. But, but um, I, I think a lot of my pals are um, going down the route of uh, you know, coaching their kids, the kids and stuff, are, which, yeah. is, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, I've Maybe got, your personality is more suited to that. Aye, uh, well, I've got a two and a half year old and take her along for a kickabout and stuff, so she Roger. might that route so um, uh, maybe I'll get my my football jacket with my initials on it yet uh huh so um, uh, we've reached the time now you've submitted your best 11 so you better take me through them and and tell us a little bit about why why they've made it in oh I better mind for they are Um, (laughs) have you got it written dude I've got it here oh you've got it there so I think I think I'm still right with number one Ross Brand that's right yes alright so I just quality keeper I think Mine the first time Vale played Huntley and Greg says, oh, I push up tight, push up tight because this keeper's kicking's really dodgy. <laughs> and all he did was canning things and all the books. was shooting. But it wasn't just his kicking, it was just his presence and, you know, his personality. So absolutely cracking goal it. Quality, okay. What formation are you going for here? I wasn't quite sure. Going for two or... There's another reason I shouldn't be a manager, James. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going one three, uh, and then the rest up front. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, uh, number two, Matty Kinghorn. He was he's definitely a defender. Although he could probably play anywhere on the pitch, Matty. Aye. So just he's, aye, it was between him and Alan Stephen. You mean? Aye, more um, aye, getting him well. Aye. So it was, um, but just had that touch, and you were like most. Um, Fullbacks were just canning it up, uh, uh-huh. you know, this the, the pitch, uh, drill it down the wing type thing. But there was always a bit of silkiness about that uh, dude. Matty, uh, very talented at anything. He, he turns his hand to, I think, by the, by the looks of it. Okay, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Just, uh, you know, his portrait things is just uh, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. Nice guy as well. Okay, uh, Matty listens a lot, so we'll have to say that. Oh, he does. He goes probably for his twenty-five mile run every morning and, and listens. So. Oh, aye. you're a top guy, mate. <laughs> okay, no, number three. <laughs> number three. Who did Bob? Bye, Bobby McDonald. Yes. Aye, so that was um, Locos. Or say Locos legend, but he played for Oxford, Aston Villa, aye. Man City. Um, I think it's Nessie claim to fame was uh, you know when Ricky Villa did that. Um, Maisie Run. Oh, aye, yeah, for Tottenham. Aye, he was the one in the goal line. <laughs> <laughs> but aye, he was he, he was just unbelievable, you know. He just stood out, stood out. But also, yeah, just uh, his aim game. He just got everybody playing the same way, aye. and it was always from the back. And uh, you know, mediocre players like myself, all of a sudden we're trying one twos, and um, you know, it was just uh, oh, it, a touch of just, class. Went right through the the, the team, and so he absolutely had to be in. Great, okay, and uh, a different type of player, maybe at number four. Uh, Davy Morland. Right. Uh, well, I thought we'd maybe just play balance one, one at the back and just. I just play him. Just in in the box and just growling at folk if they ever <laughs> dared to go in it. <laughs> but I, I think it's 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 a little bit uh, harsh on him Aye. as well because he could he could play like. Um, he could play, uh, right. Tough as nails, but also um, I could 
ping passes and just uh, super player. Breed it so well as well. Great. Okay. So I think that's defenders over, is it? Is it? <laughs> so it's a one, one three we're going with. <laughs> Tommy Wilson up next. Oh yeah, Tommy. He's um, just uh, the aye, ball was just glued to his feet. Um, I think he was, you know, he was always looking for that. Again, it's a bit, a bit like Bobby McDonald was always about playing the right way, uh, playing the passes, and didn't rush things and. Uh, sometimes you know there was a need to maybe push things on a bit, and Tommy would be a bit more patient. But he was, you know, he was he was right way more times than he was wrong, and it's just his ability was, you know, excelled. He, he, yeah, yeah, probably well. could have made make it for sure. But um, I can. I was at Cove, um, Huntley, and Locos with Tommy, and Aye. I just a standout every time. You know, quality. Okay. Who we got next? Number six. I've written down Gav Fraser. Okay, that's Nefa I've got. <laughs> oh, is it Nefa? <laughs> Mike Stephen I've got here. Oh, I Mike Stephen I, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think, I guess, any players I ever really struggled against was was fast. And I mean, uh, playing for Cove, and I think Bob Summers was the manager, and he says, oh, we're putting you in the right back or left. <laughs> was it? Was Mike left or right winger? No, uh, left, was he? Aye, so I thought right winger, and and this was my thought process at the time. Okay, right, I'm right back, pass. Oh, that's right winger. <laughs> oh fuck, sake of Mike Stephen, um, and that's not the attitude you were going to get. No, no. absolutely ripped man. It was, it, you know, I always got on not too bad when it touched tight and ah, yeah, tackles, yeah. but as soon as it got went down to a, a, a speed game, I was lost and. Mike just ripped us apart, and, uh, <laughs> more than once. So aye. Okay. He was fantastic. Okay. Uh, into middle, I think I've got Levi. Uh huh, Levi, yep. Levi Stephen, well, he must be good. He got two episodes of this show, James. I know, and I've still two to go if he'll ever return my calls. <laughs> <laughs> he, might, he must be on Come Down with me. Well, maybe uh, too busy. <laughs> Agent said no. The fee needs to go up for the next two. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, Levi was just, uh, I touch a class as well, and again, um, I never played in the same team as I think it was Huntley. Uh-huh. It was Vale, but um, I was other teams at the time, and again, it was it pretty much distilled my game down to just kicking him. Um, <laughs> I mean, one time up at Princess Royal Park, I, it was a hella windy night in a spot, and the wind took it, <sighs> and it landed right in Levi's face. And I think it's the only time I've seen lost it. Right but I was like, I was running away saying, Levi, the wind got it. <laughs> Chasing after you. Chasing after me. That's about the only time we lost school. All the other times was uh, <laughs> I meet Chasing him. <laughs> cool, yeah, he's been picked a lot of times for boys he's played with as well, so it's no surprise there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had Gav. Fraser in, which Scotty uh-huh. Fraser's old boy. Oh, aye, yes. Um, he played it alongside when I was just coming through the ranks. And, aye. Uh, I was a touch of, touch of quality. And again, I was a young, looking just um, rough and ready and uh-huh. didn't have any um, you know, pretenses of who was the players and who was not. And, yeah. um, which was good, I suppose, but uh, he fairly put me in my place a couple of times. <laughs> um, but I, I great lad as well, I like so. Aye. 
Um, from there, who did I hear there, by the way, James? Uh, Doug Baxter. Oh, aye, aye. Okay, so we're going with a 12. Uh-huh. <laughs> the best 12. <laughs> uh, Doug Baxter's great. Uh, just a, a good midfielder. He'll trick it. Uh, but skillful with it. Yeah. He was on the wind up, which, you know, you need uh, yeah, characters yeah. like that in the team. But uh, backed it up with substance and, uh, and you know, won titles and did fantastic. And uh, again, it was. Uh, always judge my how good the player was by how I adopted my game and it was right. <laughs> often just who dug the best I could <laughs> ok so um, with uh, three to go for the best 12 three to go I've got Kenny Cole <laughs> up right. front right. Um, uh, I uh, played with him at Locos um, did I play with him before that he was very much Kemney maybe Grumpy I don't think I did but yeah. um, I Locos for sure and then uh, Cove and then I spell it Locos uh, again but mm. I just um, I had a, just an awesome touch he had a bit of speed he had goals in him he had different um, and then up into management so uh-huh. he's done fantastic um, and then Charlie Brown uh-huh. uh, for us. so uh, again another flying machine flying machine eh uh, and but skills with it as well. I think yeah. it was a couple of times as we went up here, and he, he was just uh, it was a one man show. He just uh, did this, and ah, uh, uh, just uh, absolutely brilliant skills. Uh, and then Holy. up front, I had um, Mike Beatty. That's it. Um, I I struggled not with Mike. He's a great player, but I was like <laughs> Mike uh, Martin Stewart. Uh. Kenzie, yeah, lots of good strikers, well, but I think uh, a pip for Mike because he was, uh, you know, he was he got the goals at Cove, but it was also he had that pace in behind when we went uh, away from home, so he adapted his game so well, and I think um, some of his uh, scoring records were off the charts. So. Yeah, there we go. So yeah, your dad must be manager this team. You got twelve on the pitch. <laughs> my loud subs have got a few more that I'm doing if you need know. okay Faz on the bench <laughs> Faz on the bench I've got Colin Ewell uh-huh. uh, nothing to do with football just he's good good crack good banter right <laughs> <laughs> no he, 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 he was a good winger in his day he was uh, locals and he went up to Elgin and he had a good uh, good spell here and there but, yeah yeah um, it's funny, there's probably a few may come back to me as well. I know, I, you'll, you'll get a message for a couple of folks saying, for, why am I in the end? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say, well, I'll try my best, I put 13 on the pitch. <laughs> so that's a bit of a team that you played for, uh, played with and against then, is it? Aye. Aye. Was, yeah. it was, was it just with? No, it doesn't matter. We've had, doesn't a, we've had a, few, a few different Aye, but, uh, takes on it, so it's good to get something a bit different. I think most of them I did. Um, Levi had in them, Charlie had in there. Um, David Moreland did, I think I did either, actually. Mike Stephen. I said maybe a few. Aye, aye, right, good, mix. Fun, good mix. Fun uh, captain outside. If I would captain outside, I would think, well, I wouldn't want to tell David Moreland he was in there. <laughs> 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 I say, just five I shouted loudest. Uh-huh. Would you get many games in that, if you were in that squad? Uh, in place of Tommy and Levi, no, I think I would be doing to the water boy. <laughs> I, heard you, I heard you weren't a very good sub. 
if I tell you, Desmond Carson. I think it was Greg Carroll. Oh, did <laughs> he? He gave pelters. Aye. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was right, and when he teen us off, but also he was um, from we were down at Partick. He was uh, barking instructions, and I was sitting behind him on the bench. And I was like, "Ah, oh, right, right, here we go again, Greg. It's all about you, it is." It <laughs> I was like, "What is just to put me on?" He was like, "Nay yet, nay yet, that's nay yet." I was like, "Oh, come on, man, this isn't is now." It's not about you. Get me on there. Get me on there. <laughs> so I, I must have, I, I took the approach where I just keep chirping until I put me on. So poor lad. Uh, I, I read that there uh, was another time that you you got subbed off for somebody uh, and you gave Greg Pellers and the boy went and scored a hat-trick. That's right, I am Wooly. Wooly, I was like, I came off. Yeah, that's right, I am Wooly. He went on and I came off. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, Greg. What's he doing I'm there, type thing? What's he doing I'm there? Look at him. And his first couple of touches, to be fair, were shockers. And then he scored a hot rig, so for the rest of the afternoon. I was like, oh. How would you hate Gaffer in this team? How would you bring it to manage them? Oh, um, what other managers I've had in the career? Um, uh, oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I think uh, the managers I've had have, um, have been good at different stages. So, Cormie, when I was a youngster, really? you know, um, was very much a Fergie figure. You know, I had to do everything and the way the club was run, brilliant. But, uh, you know, we were a bit scared of him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it worked really well at the time. Um, I think Kev Wells' approach was a bit more, as I said earlier, it was a bit more about chatting and what do you think and collaborative type approach. That's a difficult one. Um, I'll I'll sit on the fence and say Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> <laughs> he does work cut you there, I think. Uh, okay, well, we're almost there. That's been uh, that's been great, uh, Darren. But uh, just finish up with some quick fire questions. Oh, I crack on it. Okay, so uh, one thing you would change about football to improve it. Oh, um, I think I would. Maybe either allow no net tackles for the back. They were a bit brutal, <laughs> uh, but just something to take something to take a game back to a uh, bit. A wee bit more physical, but well, physical, but also honest. Uh, so yeah. I really like the, the approach in the rugby where you can hear the refs speak. Yes, and I, yeah. Obviously, it, when you, you know that's for TV, but it fairly clamps down on the the play acting and the. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, the and increases the professionalism, uh, whereas you know the the football's getting a bit of out of control, really. Is it? <laughs> uh, but okay. I, I think I think that sort of thing might work. Okay. Uh, who would you like to play you if they made a movie of your life? It'd be some film, that. Uh, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> He'd black the photocopy, <laughs> <laughs> What other club you wish you could have played for? Um, I think. Well, I always had uh, you know admire the teams were up here. It's, uh, I ended up playing for a few of them, obviously Huntley. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but I think Broch was I an attraction. Aye, she did a great. Um, you know, team spirit, and but it was a lot of youth. Um, uh, so yeah, I, th- I think 
I would entertain the move there. And, um, another one was uh, at a trial with Livingston, so I probably, okay, yeah. probably wish that that would have continued, but I had, right. had a follow-up game with them and um, the locals had a cup final, so I picked a cup final on that. Aye. that but, um, <laughs> aye. I probably wish that went a wee bit further at a time, but yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay, the toughest direct opponent you ever came up against? Um, I think toughest. I think it was probably. I think I could. I could go like maybe toe to toe physically with most. Yeah. Um. I obviously wouldn't always win the battle, but I think where I struggled, as I mentioned earlier, was the against the speed merchants and I. Uh, uh, Mikey Stephen right. uh, just uh, it, was, it was embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> if you could bottle just one moment of your career to relive what would it be oh I think I'd bottle it ah it was uh, I, I just I think I, I loved every minute of it so I don't think there's any right. specific um, event or moment that I would bottle and go back to and if I did go back to her I'd probably muck it up anyway James okay I'll need to buy a bigger bottle for that then. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, very last question which other uh, which uh, pro player past or present was most like your style attributes and personality on the pitch if uh, were you trying to be in the in the pitch as a youngster I think back in the day I always uh, wanted to be Rude Hullet no oh, eh? um <laughs> I didn't quite pan out like that. Um, the dreads. <laughs> I wasn't good in the air. I was still so so I, I really should have picked somebody else. Um, I think uh, in uh, Makalele, maybe I quite, I quite like to look over in hindsight. He was, you know, just win it and give it type thing. Great. Well, yeah. that's, been, him. that's been fantastic, yeah, Darren. Um, thanks for coming on. appreciate the time you've given me. Um, no problem. And I'm away to phone Derek. <laughs> <laughs> give, give, give him a shout. Aye, uh, aye. Tell him uh, uh, that um, Alan Scott offered him a hundred pound a week back in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Okay, James. All the best. Bye bye. A uh, really massive thank you to Darren for coming on the podcast to talk to me. I've been after him for a while and he actually accommodated me at pretty short notice. Uh, so special thank you for that, Darren. Clearly, he was a great character and a great time for the Highland League and as many have commented, was amazing to have in the dressing room and out on the field. It's rare that a player is able to do both so effectively. Thank you once again for downloading and listening to this podcast. It genuinely blows my mind that so many people tune in and it continues to grow after all this time. So thanks again. Please do get in touch with me if you have any questions, guest suggestions, any feedback for the show. I'm very responsive to all of the above and I may well start reading out a few more on a regular basis. You can find the contact info uh, and any information about upcoming guests and competitions on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages. Just search for the Beyond Canal Park podcast and it will pop up there. If you are new to the Beyond Canal Park podcast then there is an extensive back catalogue uh, available now as well as the Highland League and Junior Legends that are professionals or internationalists uh, that I've interviewed over the last few years, some cracking stories. 
in there. You can listen back to all of them, as well as the Scotland specials to be on Hamden Park ones, which are on in Brookie on Apple, Spotify, or on Anchor FM, and pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just search for Beyond Canal Park and you'll find us. Right, I think that's it for this week. Bye for now. <laughs>